Okay, welcome back. This is Black uh, Sports 980. I'm your host, Laws. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to run through, so we're going to get started. Today, we got a special guest. Got my man, Jeff, in the building. Fresh Jeff. Thanks for having hey, me Nepal, on. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, young. So, so you know, since since, since you're new, you know, uh, on here, just tell the, tell the people a little bit about yourself. I know you're running your own business. You're doing big things. You know, you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, um, just a little bit about myself. Um, I actually uh, have my own company. It's actually uh, a clothing company, um, you know, lifestyle uh, company, um, dealing with everything from clothing, accessories, to expanding on uh, from there. Um, But, you know, of course, like the rest of us, always been a huge sports fan growing up, playing, um, you know, recreation leagues, uh, high school sports. Uh, For me, it was uh, basketball and baseball, so just always followed uh, those games very closely and just grew to love uh, football as well over the years. Um, so I uh, actually might love that slightly more than the others, but at this point, but, you know, still love them all equally. So just a little bit about myself, a little background. Well, that, that's that's what's up, man. That's what's up. I've seen, uh, I, I feel you on liking, liking football, you know, a little more, even, even more than like playing basketball, you know, we hoop and stuff. But I seen the concussion. Right. I don't know if y'all seen that movie yet. You seen the Joe Aaron? The concussion. No, I ain't Aaron? watching yet. No, that Joe going. <laughs> Is it all right? Yeah, nah. The Joe's good, man. But the Joe's going to have you like look at the whole game and everything. Just you know, totally different. Um, you know, but it's a good movie. So you know, for those who haven't haven't seen it yet, I definitely want to go check that out. But uh, I, it, it's good having you on, Aaron. Uh, and and Jeff, we we know Aaron's with us. He be with us every week. But you know, Jeff, we got yeah. you on today, and uh, it's just you know, it's good. It's good. I'm trying to get all, all the guys on here. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, Jeff and I like we're on a football chat, and we talk football, and sports every day, and we be going at it, and and <laughs> you know, and some of the other guys. And I'm trying to get them on here too. But but uh, yeah, I mean, you you a Skins fan, just like me, right? Absolutely. Absolutely, Absolutely. And, and, and 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 I know that there's a lot of zeal, a lot of uh, excitement because you know they won the NFC East, right? But uh, we're not gonna we're not gonna get right into that just yet. We're gonna we're gonna save that because <laughs> okay. I got a lot to say, uh, especially when we're All gonna right. talk Kirk Cousins and RG three and that whole situation still going on. So right. uh, we'll we'll definitely get to that. But for for purposes of you know, last night there was a football game. The Broncos played the Bengals. Um, I watched the game, and it was a tough game. I mean, you, even though you had two backup quarterbacks playing, you had uh, AJ McCarron and you had uh, Osweiler going, you know, head to head. The game was very competitive. I was very impressed with the Bengals and how they played the game. Uh, for those who didn't watch, it went to overtime. Uh, it shouldn't have went to overtime. Uh, McManus missed the kick in the, like the last minute of uh, final seconds of the regulation, and then it came out of regulation went to overtime. And uh, uh, they, I think they scored a field goal. Yeah, they scored a field. The uh, Denver scored a field goal, and then uh, AJ McCarron fumbled the snap, and then the Broncos got it, and they ended up winning the game. But uh, what were your, what were your thoughts on the game? You did you watch? I know you watched it, Aaron. But Jeff, did you did you check the game out? 
Yeah, I saw the game. Um, my takeaway from it was, uh, like you said, it was a very competitive game. Um, I thought uh, both uh, backup quarterbacks played very well. I mean, it's looking like Brock Osweiler obviously is the future. Um, AJ McCarron looked um, good as well, um, and he might, you know, have a find himself a job somewhere starting because, as we know. Um, a quarterback is a hard thing to come by in the league, so it's always teams looking for those. Um, but yeah, they both they both played uh, very well in the game. I thought Osweiler, you know, he picked up as the game went along. I thought mm-hmm. uh, the Broncos' defense really, um, you know, stepped up because they didn't really come to play. They had AJ McCarron looking like he was back at Alabama, you know. Um, <laughs> and I know Cincinnati has a lot of weapons, so that that definitely helps. But um, and I, I think I kind of think that um, Cincinnati, Cincinnati let one get away. I mean, from the standpoint that um, I, I don't know if you all remember the one play where AJ Green, um, he basically stopped running, and McCarron yeah. put that ball right on money. the money, and that's a touchdown. And you know that could have changed the whole complexion of the game. So not to yeah. mention they also missed the field goal. So yeah. Um, so yeah, I thought they Early. kind of. You know, laid an egg on those situations that kind of cost them the game, and it, that would have been a big game for them. Uh, you know, to basically seal. I they, think they, they would have got a home field with it. Was it? Yeah, they, need, they needed that game. They needed that game. Yeah. Aaron, yeah. You, you watched it, Aaron. What would you think? Your boy Osweiler. I don't know how you gonna go back to Peyton, dog. Because <laughs> it's it's Super Bowl or bust in them. It's not oh, the right. backup looks decent. Let's get a little better and then come back next year. It's win now. And if you don't win with Brock Osweiler, that's how head coaches lose jobs. Yeah. Hey, you right, yeah, though. I think, but yeah. Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah, no, I, I was just going to say, um, I, I agree with Aaron on that. I mean, although Brock Osweiler is looking like he is the future, um, there's still some, you know, things that he can't bring to the table that Peyton can. I mean, even last night's game, uh, he played well, but. Uh, you know, he didn't make a lot of plays. He made the plays that needed to be made. He probably made about two, three really big throws that ended up helping them win. But it was really the defense more so than anything. And I think, you know, putting Peyton back in there with that experience that he brings to the table, um, you know, in the playoffs, take, making a run to the Super Bowl, that's the guy you want. Well, it's going it's to be interesting coming down here, down the stretch. I mean, the Bengals basically gave up the number one seed. And they basically gave up their the divisional round by uh, with that loss last night. Now they just going. Is I mean they need stuff to happen in order for them to, to get to get it back, and it's, it's highly unlikely. But you know I I, I don't know, young. I mean Osweiler, look, you, you're right. Peyton is Peyton, but the the report came out about him doing the HGH and all. Like I don't even know how true or accurate that is. <laughs> You know, people just be throwing stuff out there just to try to, like, uh, you know, skew the mindset of the people so that they can go with the decision that they want to. I mean, we saw it here with RG3 and, you know, they just throwing black dust on the man's name just so they can go to Kirk Cousins. You know what I'm saying? It, it, this is what happens when when teams want to make a decision and they kind of need a reason. They did it with the, uh, LaShawn McCoy in, in Philly. Just throw the little... You know, Bama got gang affiliations and all. Come on, man. Get out of here with that. It, but, but we see this time and time again. It's just surprising me because generally it doesn't happen to Caucasian quarterbacks or, you know, 
usually they get they get the protective you know protection for the complexion all day but <laughs> in this in this situation uh it looks like i mean i haven't heard much about it i think that the dude from al jazeera came out and like retracted his statement and was basically like we didn't we didn't say that he was using hg it, 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 it sounds like funny business to me it sounds like something the team kind of i don't i mean it, it just sounds yeah. funny to me and, yeah and they uh, went with osweiler again Peyton, I never heard nothing about his injury and if he's back to health or stuff like <laughs> I, like when I when I hear like when stuff goes away and it's real real quiet and I, it something's up like and I was probably winning that game last night really just threw his stock through the roof so I wouldn't be surprised if you come to this first playoff game and you don't see Peyton even though Peyton might be healthy um right so it, it's going to be interesting to see. We're going we're going to watch it. Uh, you got you got the Texans, Brandon Whedon getting W's. So he left mm-hmm. Dallas and now he, I mean the Dallas Cowboys got to be sick to this right now. Letting Brandon Whedon, who in my opinion is some trash on the low, but right. he's cooking. He's been cooking with the Texans. He won two games with them. So right. I mean. Right now they're looking like they're about to about to be in the playoffs themselves unless they just lose and then I think uh the Colts have a chance, but they need like nine different scenarios to break in their favor. And it I mean, it's not likely that that the uh that the Colts will get in, but Charlie Whitehurst like won't get it done. Charlie White and I actually think he's I think he got hurt too. I think he's out now. So, so they got three quarterbacks up. Yeah. No. They're yeah. They, they signed somebody. I don't even know who he is. Yeah. Oh, they signed. I they can't. signed Josh Freeman. The Colts signed Josh, Josh Freeman? Freeman and Ryan oh, Lindy. <laughs> Wasn't yeah, that was struggling. that guy that came in for Arizona? He he was a scrub. Yeah, he one of those. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No yeah, Ryan Lindy, when, yeah. uh Yeah, getting no W. No, de- yeah. no W. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> so so they 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 hurting. I mean, clearly this is the last gasp to try to salvage the season um when you when you look at uh just coaches right now around the league i mean chuck pagano comes to mind uh i don't know he could be out in in indianapolis uh they haven't really reported that he's out yet but i mean it's a possibility um i don't even yeah you got mike Patton. aaron what you say you say he, he getting his job back next year they said him and the GM are coming back next year. So that's why the Browns will be the Browns forever. <laughs> the Browns are terrible, dog. They, yeah. Jeff, what do you think about what? that? You, do you think, uh, have you I, been seeing this debacle of the Johnny Manziel, Mike Patton, all this back and forth? Have you, have you been watching this? Yeah, I've, I've been following it. And that's definitely the right word, debacle. Because um, my thing is, um, you know, that's always the thing when you have a head coach and a GM that are on different pages, um, and which is one of the reasons that head coaches like to have a say-so and who they pick. But the problem is, like, being a GM is a full-time job, like being a head coach. And typically, you can't do them both. So that's the problem, but you need to be on the same page. And with the GM, what's his name, Ray Farmer, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, Farmer. Yeah, Ray Farmer and, um, and Patton. 
they're totally on two different pages. Like Farmer, um, uh, I think that he wanted Manziel, Patton didn't want Manziel, him and the Farmer and the owner wanted Manziel. So, I mean, it's kind of like the things that we've dealt with in Washington, you know, and typically those don't go hand-to-hand with a good franchise. <laughs> so, you know, that's it's it's just a mess. Um, I actually don't think Pat Patton is that bad of a coach, but I think the, the way they've handled the Manziel situation – like that—that's been a debacle. Yeah, that's been a debacle. I, and 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 for me, I'm just—I don't think this is a thing when it comes to like X's and O's and and drawing up plays and doing that. Like I, I think Mike Patton is, is competent, but mismanagement of your roster—that falls on the head coach. Like when you mismanage your roster and you're playing the wrong grandma and you're trying to like be somebody's father instead of like head coach, like of the team. Then it, it to me, you're a bad coach. You're bad. Well, see you the pro- see the problem that they ran into though is the fact that you know, like I said, he always wanted to play um, McCown, so he he never wanted to play Manziel. And while McCown may have given you more W's in the end, I mean, ultimately you still weren't going anywhere. So I just never understood why you wouldn't play Manziel, even if you didn't want to. Like, because at the end of the day, I don't think they would have blamed it on him for this year. You would have saw what Manziel can do, and then you would make your decision at the end of the year. Yeah, and he only got two Ws with, with, with McCown. Right, right. Yeah, oh, that's a problem. Yeah, <laughs> if that. So, yeah, yeah he, he got to go. Sean Payton, Drew Brees, comes out, says that they're going to be back next year. Do you believe him? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't see when I look at some of the other stuff that's, you know, gone on um, around the league as far as coaches that you thought would have been fired, but they're still there. I don't see why the Saints uh, would get rid of Peyton, to be honest with you. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing him go somewhere else to see what he could do with another team. But, um, you know, I don't when I look around the league, like I said, when you look at a situation like Marvin Lewis, um, who hasn't, you know, won anything um, in the playoffs. Um, now, granted, he's been better than any head coach uh, the Bengals have ever had. He's he's never won a playoff game with them. And then when you look at a situation like Coughlin now, he does have two Super Bowl rings, but they've missed the playoffs, if I'm not mistaken, four or five. This is going to be their fourth or fifth straight year. And, um, and the only time, like the two times they made the playoffs, we know they won the Super Bowl. They pretty much missed missed the playoffs almost half of Eli's career. And mm. so when you look at situations like that, I, you know, and, and Peyton has a Super Bowl himself in New Orleans who hadn't won anything before him and Breeze got there. So I don't see why they would fire him. But, you know, uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't see them firing, to be honest with you. Yeah. yeah. And Drew Brees' salary cap number is $30 million for next year, so that's what the issue is with him. Um, he right. might end up getting released. He's going to ha- probably have to end up getting released with that cap number. Thirty you don't million. Think he could restructure. Could he restructure? But they'd have to extend him out. No, I mean, just I don't think I think he what, he just turned thirty six or thirty seven, um, and he he doesn't look the same without all of the weapons and the protection he had before. So if you're going to rebuild, what you're probably going to have to do, um, I don't know that they would probably want to extend him out more than next year. I mean, right. if you if you got if you have Drew Brees. And let if Drew Brees get that uh that Tom Brady contract where he lowered his money to the floor 
and then get him a side business <laughs> on the low. I mean, that's how you do it these days, man. That's how you do right. it. My, yeah. my question is, to have the Saints drafted like a replacement? Like, I mean, if this is – if. If you have a $30 million cap hit next year for the for that year, I mean, have they drafted a replacement for Breeze yet to actually go in a different direction? Not that I know of. They had the other McCown brother. Uh, that's about it. <laughs> He's about 32. commercials. That bad more commercials. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, I mean, in the game, the one game he played, he played pretty good. The one game he did play for Drew, he played all right. But I don't know if you want to stake your future on him or try to ride, right. you know, ride with him next year. They might, they might. Right. I mean, they they're definitely going to be looking in the draft to try to get a quarterback if they're smart. Um, like Aaron said, you can't rock with that at thirty million dollars against the salary <laughs> cap. Yeah, that's crazy. That's a fifth. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's it. That's making insane. that much money. That's the right. backloaded contract. Like when you know what I'm saying when it. The Serato. <laughs> yeah, the Vinny Serrano <laughs> push the money to the, to the last year. It just be like, oh, right. all right. So yeah, now nah, we're yeah. gonna see. So, but uh, this week, uh, too bad I couldn't get Tuck on the show. Uh, you know, what I'm saying he being a Jets fan. You know, we watched the Jets beat the Patriots, and then we seen the funny business with the coin toss at the end, <laughs> and uh, it was kind of interesting because the the dude called heads, I think, and then the jump landed on tails. And then he was like, yeah, we're going to kick. And I don't get, why Why would you ever kick the ball? I would always receive in, old, in overtime, especially with the new rules. Like, Well, see, Belichick's hit. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, his, I guess he figured that, you know, New England hadn't really done too much on offense all day. So he figured their defense would, you know, at minimum, obviously hold the Jets to a field goal because if they – had to kick the field goal, you know, the New England would have got a chance to, you know, to kick tie it or win. But, you know, he didn't th- expect his defense to give up a touchdown on that drive. So, I mean, I think he's done it before, they said, and he won the other time, and he's Bill Belichick, so, you know, they always give him a pass. So, I mean, I'm, I, I kind of agree with you, Harold. I don't know why you wouldn't receive the ball, but... I mean that that's what he said I mean so and, and I guess apparently um, they were going to kick it the whole time so the confusion was you only get one pick like Slater was also trying to pick the direction but mm. you only get to you only get to kick it off you don't get to say I'm going to kick it off and I want to pick it this way that's what the mm. receiving team does they get to select which way they want to receive it yeah. you tell a nigga that never been the captain before he didn't know what he was doing <laughs> He ain't never been a captain. But look, hold on. Ryan Fitzpatrick's numbers quietly are are stellar this year. No, I can't believe it. Just think if Geno Smith didn't get clutched in the chin and he was out there. Man. It would be a whole different season. Right now, Fitzpatrick, he threw 29 touchdowns and he got 12 INTs and over 3,700 yards passing. Breaking news. Chip Kelly got five. No. No. I'd say it all the time. Don't nobody want to live in Philly. Philly is a dirty city. The fans probably went up to the stadium and and 
had knives out and hoodies was like threatening to beat up Chip Kelly. Like, yeah, the Philly fans are like the worst fans ever. Like, I don't, <laughs> they're the worst, young. They sometimes they might be worse than the Dallas Cowboy fans sometimes. But yeah, that's why I can't believe they fired. They fired the man. It's well, so they ain't Robert Griffin ain't going in. <laughs> nah, guess not. In Dallas, I guess not. Oh, you man. know, you know, yeah, you know it's... what, you know, you know what I think. It, it, the fact that this is just just happened, Chip Kelly gets fired, which is crazy because we never even had breaking news this this uh <laughs> like this on the show. But it, do you think it has to do with Demarco Murray and that whole situation? Um, I don't know. Uh, Aaron can give his take first. Yeah, being that the game was Saturday and this didn't happen yesterday or um, Sunday, my assumption off the break is that the owner went to him and said, look, you can come back, but we got to take the GM responsibilities back this offseason. And, and he stood his ground that that's not what he wanted. That's the only thing I can think of with it not happening Sunday or Monday right after the game. So, so, so uh, WME took over, huh? The ego took over. Okay. <laughs> the, the ego went, went haywire and he was like nah I mean think about it if you really think about those those the co- coaches and their contracts I mean like for him to say that it wasn't like it wasn't really a big deal because it's guaranteed money I don't know I don't think that just because if he takes a college job that the Eagles aren't going to have to pay him so um, to him, to like 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 Aaron said, if they asked him to to you know relinquish uh, the GM duties, of course he was going to stand his ground if it meant him getting fired because he still was going to get paid. And people still think he's a genius in college for whatever reason. <laughs> I mean, he's never won anything in college. It, it looks yeah. he plays I mean, a fun style like... of football, I guess, to watch. But they they don't win championships. He 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 doesn't win at all. Yeah. Maryland yeah, should have waited two months to hire their coach. You said what? Maryland should have waited two months to hire their coach. They should have waited. <laughs> Instead, they got <laughs> some no-name dude. Nah, yeah. Dang. Oh, where you saying this at, Aaron? Where, where you getting this, this, this information? Black Sports it, 980, the first to break the story. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, it, it's funny. It's funny, and I know it's legit. And, and I say this because... One of my buddies who's from Philly, uh, he just texted me. Like, literally, I looked at my phone like uh, a minute after Aaron broke that news. And he said, Mary, Mary effing Christmas chicken gone with, with three exclamation marks. So, <laughs> so and he, he knows all things Philly sports. So, yeah. <laughs> so, hey, yeah. wow. Crazy. <laughs> hey, man, you heard it here first. So, but actually, by by time them Bama's here, it'd be old news, for real. For real. <laughs> so, but but nah, but yeah, man, that's dang, young. Know? I think it's because the Redskins beat them. That's what that, you know, when you lose to the Redskins, it's just like a we known for being sorry and like just falling apart, crumbling in big games. When you get embarrassed by the Redskins, you know At your home. job got to be on the line. That's just the bottom line. It, it, Look, at home I, too, they lost at home. At home, in front of your crowd, and and Philly fans, they like have a special disdain for the Redskins. Like they just like think we're trash, like whatever. So it's almost like it's like if you get if you 
if you get beat by a high schooler in basketball and they just like like dog they just disrespected <laughs> me yeah i'm a grown man let this dog kick me. you know so dang chip is out of there bro out of there yeah, that's that that's shocking i was just gonna say um you know of, of the four coaches that kind of come to mind um I thought that Sean Payton and, and Chip Kelly were the two safest, only because I think Chip Kelly hasn't done a bad job as a coach. GM, that's another story. But I think the bigger issue is that all of the players hate him from what they're always reporting, like no players like him. So I think yeah. ultimately that, that and the, him being a GM, those are the two things that got him fired, not even actually the fact of him coaching, because he won 10 games uh, his first two years in the league, and I think mm-hmm. they'll probably win, what, like eight this year, seven and nine, eight? Seven, yeah. you know, so yeah, I mean, nah. it's not the coaching. It's it to me, it's you know the other stuff. Yeah, plus, plus, I think these some of these coaches, like, y- it's not college. Like when you right. get in a tag that people saying you running your players into the ground and stuff like that. Like these are grown men. Like mm-hmm. it's only it's only gonna last but so long. You know what I'm saying? Like this ain't right. 1985 where you can just be like run, you know, run play. Like you can't do that no more. Like the collective bargaining agreement and all the stuff, like you can't even practice and equipment, all that stuff. Like if people, if the guys don't like you, if your team not playing for you or they don't like how you're doing things. And, you know, I seen what you call it, kept going out on the field. And he was, uh, what, what's the uh, cornerback that played with Philly? That's terrible. Um, that went uh, to Maxwell? Seattle. Maxwell. Oh, that, yeah. First of all, every play he get hurt, but he keep getting in the field. I'm like, dog, who? What it, what kind of trainers keep sending him on the field if he like he hurt he, every week he questionable not even probable the Bama questionable and then he going out so I mean it could be chip like you know you better play or you won't be on the roster next year or whatever whatever I, I don't know what it is but but good riddance man I'm glad he out, out of our division you, 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 you know what would be a, you know what would be a surprise landing point for him well not Wait. really surprised but I I you know. They rumors are that they might do it. Is the Titans with Marcus Mariota there? Uh, like if, if he I wants to stay that. in the NFL, he, oh. could, he could land there because I think they have an interim head coach. If I'm not mistaken, right now, yeah, they do. That's so, a tough move. Yeah. That's actually yeah, yeah. yeah that, if that happens, that's that's rejuvenation for him right there. You yeah. right back in square one. Got a young quarterback. You know, got a young team. I mean, they got a way better too. defense than the Eagles. Eagles defenses, like you know, if you if you take butter out of the out of the refrigerator, <laughs> leave it out, and then you know, containers, like it just get real real soft. That's the Philadelphia <laughs> defense. That soft oh, butter man. on the counter. <laughs> yeah. So oh, you know, all the all the. The question, are the Cardinals the best team in football? They mud hole the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> like, nah, like they mud hole the Green Bay Packers. Like, yeah. Aaron Rodgers looked like a Bellway League quarterback in that game. They was ragdoll tossing them, everything. And, and, and you and I, Jeff, we, we had a little discussion because you're still, mm-hmm. you're still, you know, on the Cam Newton train, which I which I'm right. on to. I think Cam Newton is the realest and he's the MVP of at, at this point of the season. And you we discussed it, but t- just tell the people what, what you think. So you think the Carolina Panthers are, are the best team in football right now? 
I mean, I still have I still have the Panthers. I mean, I could see where pe- people's reservations would come into play. I mean, considering what they were up, what, 35, like 7, or they, they were crushing the Giants, and that came, and that turned into a game, and then obviously losing last week. But, I mean, at the end of the day, they still only have one loss. I mean, they were 14-0, people. Yeah, that's their first loss. The Cardinals have two losses. So, I mean, you know, and if the Panthers win this, the Cardinals will have to come to uh, Carolina and I mean I think Cam you know can get it done I mean I realize it's when you compare you know rosters I mean it, it definitely uh, seems like uh, you know Arizona has the better team obviously when you watch them play and when you watch Carson Palmer play because he's a top uh, three uh, candidate for league MVP even though like you I think it should go to Cam uh, I understand how, you know, people think that, uh, you know, Cardinals can win it. I mean, with the, wep- the weapons that they have. So, but, I, like I said, I mean, with that defense, Carolina still plays defense. I think the loss will uh, wake them up and let them know, you know, they have to, you know, stay ready to play. I mean, now we're about to get to the playoffs and single elimination and you're done. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I think with all of that riding, I mean, I think that their defense – um, you know, can rise uh, up in the challenge at home, and I think Cam will will get it done. I mean, they they were able to uh, shut down uh, Ted Ginn, who's been a revelation this year. I don't I don't know where this has been his whole career, but um, I mean, I feel as though like I just feel like I said that the Panthers are strong enough to take out the Cardinals at home. Now, if it was going to Arizona, that. I probably would lean more towards Arizona. But, I mean, a win next week, and the Panthers still have home field advantage throughout the playoffs. So, for me, I still have them as the best, and I still have them in the Super Bowl coming out the NFC. Aaron, what you think? Panthers or, or Arizona? Who's the better team? I think the better complete team is, uh, is, is, is the Cardinals. Because the Panthers, Cam has to play perfect. For them to win, uh, or at least close to it, Cam can't afford to have a bad game. Carson Palmer doesn't have like all the pressure is not on him to play great, or at least very good for them to win. He can slip up, he can throw a couple of interceptions, he can have some missteps and miss throws, um, and they can still come out with a victory against most of the teams in the NFC. So, um, if, if if all cylinders are firing for both teams, I don't think the Panthers can lose. But when, but if Cam's not perfect, then. The Cardinals will probably be representing the NFC in the uh, in the Super Bowl. See, yeah, what, what we have to rem- what we have to remember too is that Jonathan Stewart didn't play uh, Sunday, and obviously, you know, he's been big time for them all year. They didn't really get much out of the running game either. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I I kind of do still think that Carson Palmer has to play well. I mean, they've lost two games this year. Obviously, he's had a, a tremendous season, which is why, like I said, he's in the top three MVP candidates. But I mean, I think he does have to play well. I mean, because obviously those receivers need someone to get him the ball, and their running game has been solid. But they they don't the running game doesn't scare you of the Cardinals. The passing game does. So if you can get to Carson Palmer, and that's the problem the Panthers have been having lately in these last few weeks, is their pass rush hasn't been there. So that might be something that will worry, um, you know, a, a Panthers fan. Uh, but if they can get that squared away and they can get pressure on Carson Palmer, then, like I said, I think they have a shot because I think Carson Palmer does have to be uh, pretty good. Now, he doesn't have to be perfect necessarily like Cam does, but he, he can't be 
below average in pretty much every game this year. Even in their losses, he did play well. Now, he turned it over. He had a couple picks in each game, like I think one in each game. Um, you know, But overall, his numbers were still really good. So that will be the task to see if uh, potentially uh, the, the Panthers can basically let him or make him have his worst game of the year when they face off, which everyone expects them to. Yeah, nah. I, I, nonetheless, when if they when they play each other, if they play each other, that's gonna be a game to remember for the for the because Arizona, like, I, I, yeah, Bruce Arians and both Ron Rivera, they should be up for Coach of the Year this year, just for the simple fact that what they've done with their, their team, and Arizona the other night, like I saw them, like. Them mamas play so gritty. Like they was hitting Aaron Rodgers, choke slamming him, belly belly <laughs> suplexing him, like and getting penalties. And was just like, like wasn't even tripping. Like they wasn't even tripping off the penalty. Like they were like, yeah, we're gonna slam you, body slam you, keep body slamming you. And if we get penalized, then so what? And it I just saw that like Arizona, like Arizona had Green Bay scared. I never seen like a football team like scared of another team. Like they were scared and the coach was scared too. And the coach took out the quarterback like, yeah, nah, get Aaron Rodgers out of there ASAP. Got to get him out. Cause he going, he going to die. He going to die on the field. They were doing like they, four, four man pass rushes. They was getting pressure. And then when they were blitz, it would just be like, Green Bay offensive line has been played poorly all year long. But it it was it was bad. It was bad. I never seen like a team dominant like that dominant. Like they were so dominant defensively and offensively, like in that game. And it was just they just did everything they wanted to do, and there was nothing they could do to stop them. Um, it, you know, when two juggernaut teams like the Panthers and the Arizona Cardinals and they didn't match up against each other, like you know, of course they were both gonna bring their A game. But throughout the course of a game, like an entire game, I'm not sure. I mean, Panthers have shown the vulnerability of wearing down in long games and barely escaping by, like, you know, like just just barely escaping. But I, I don't know if they can take the relentless attack, a defensive pressure that Arizona places on the other teams. And I mean, I know Arizona running game is, is underrated, David Johnson quietly is becoming a a force to reckon with. Running he's the ball. a really good receiver. He's a really good receiver, though. That's his biggest, uh, you know, his biggest attribute from when yeah. I watch. Like, you know, and that's what they want to do is throw the ball. But I mean, I, I mean, I hear all of you know what, what you guys are saying. But like I said, we have to remember that that's at home. Like, and most teams look like different teams at home. So that's I would true. totally agree with you all if, like I said, if, if 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 the Panthers lose next week and Arizona wins, so and Arizona gets home field, um, I might I might still rock with Cam and the Panthers, but I won't feel as confident about it. But mm-hmm. you know, like teams are different when they go on the road, and Carson Palmer hasn't been in a playoff game in a long time, so. You know, and they'll have pressure because everyone will expect him to win because he's done a lot of that since he's been there and Arizona is winning. So, um, you know, it'll be tough. It'll be tough, um, like, for them to go on the road, I think. But, I mean, you all you all are definitely on the money. I mean, they definitely are a very complete team. But, like I said, they're totally different at home. 
um, than as most teams are than they are on the road. So I'm just I'm just expecting that difference to be the difference uh, in that game if those two teams face off. Bet, bet. All right, we're gonna be watching. We definitely gonna be watching. We're gonna have you back on here to talk about it once it goes down. Uh, back to now. Now, now I can rub my hands together because this is what I've been salivating all day. Talk about this NFC East, Washington Redskins clinched playoffs. This is the first time in what? How many? Five years? Six years? Seven years? Uh, maybe, I think tw- 2012, RG. Oh, 2020. Oh, two, 2010. Yeah, yeah. 2010. Yeah. We got 2012. 2012. Oh, 2012. 2012. Yeah, 2012, RG3 yeah. to the promised land. And then yeah. that's when he did the stanky leg. And then he was out of there. And then yeah. ever since then, it's been downhill. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Snyder been his only friend. So <laughs> the Redskins clinched the NFC East, led by. See, I don't even like when they they said led by Kirk Cousins. You like that? So, you like that? Kirk Cousins is now the guy in Washington. You like that? Everybody's sipping you the like Kool-Aid. That? And now there's been talks about giving him the the deal of a lifetime the, or, or, or tagging with the franchise tag. And so um, my question is, do you pay Kirk Cousins? Do you pay Kirk Cousins or do you do you you franchise tag him or you take your chances in the game? You wanna take a stab first? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what we can go first. Alright, you take a stab. <laughs> nah. Alright. Nah, um you definitely you definitely don't franchise tag him. What? That's one thing you don't do because that's gonna have him paid amongst the top three players added that position for a quarterback so you're talking 20 plus million dollars for next year so you definitely don't want to do that i mean what i'd suggest <clears throat> i'd suggest um signing him to like a shorter deal maybe like three years uh you know 45 50 million somewhere in there how do you so do that probably, though jeff you can't you think i mean right the now, problem with it is the problem though he got all look, the chips look, in his pocket here, Harold, here's the thing. You and I have both, you know, been definitely on the side of, you know, letting it play out. Let's see what he does, you know, as opposed to most other people. Um, So I'm totally there with you. I mean, he has proven that, you know, he can lead a team and he's played well. I mean, the last nine games, he has 20, I mean, 20 touchdown passes against only three interceptions, whereas the previous uh, six games, I believe he had six uh, touchdown passes and eight interceptions. So what Redskins fans wanted him to do was cut down the turnovers. He's done that to a large level. Now, granted, you know, we haven't beat, which I just heard this stat and was and I, it was crazy to me. We haven't beaten a team all season with a winning record. So, I mean, I do take that into consideration. But the reason why you can't just let him walk is because what's our what's our backup plan? So why can't you sign him to a two, three-year deal so it's not that long? He he will be serviceable and p- potentially continue at this level and exceed uh, our expectations. And, and and so, I mean, I, but I don't think you can just let him go into free agency. I, I mean, because we don't have – so we'll, we'll be back at square one because obviously RG is going to be gone. And then we would have no quarterback. Like, we'll be drafting again. 
we'll be back at square one and it'll be the same thing over over and over again so mm-hmm. i mean i think we're, you're kind of like handcuffed to, to to sign them and like i said to kind of make it work best for both parties i think it has to be in in like a, a three-year deal like i said about you know what would be for a starting quarterback probably like 45 50 million so you're in the 15 16 million dollar range and maybe 25 to 30 guaranteed i mean i don't think that's outrageous for a start i mean that's kind of what the market bears and so i mean because anything above that i mean he hasn't really earned that yet but it's kind of like one of those things where you know how most players play well in a contract year and he's the latest addition to that so i mean I, that's kind of like my stance on it. I, I, I like I said, I don't think we kind of really have a choice. Jeff, I hear you, but you don't know Northern Virginia's bank. Bank, you know Northern Virginia ready to give him a hundred million. Oh no, nah, that's ready. absurd. That's but absurd. that's what he's gonna get. I'm no, they, they, I'm no, unless they something can't do that. that are gonna pick up quarterbacks next year. San Francisco, uh, mm-hmm. St. Louis Rams, mm-hmm. possibly the uh, Saints. Possibly the uh, the Detroit Lions depend on what they do. Um, mm-hmm. Dallas is probably going to pick. It's at least ten teams see, that need to start him. Right, right. But see, the the thing is, I mean, I understand all that, but you can't overpay these guys because but it you, leaves you in a bad situation. That's what happened with the Bears. That's what the Bears are dealing with now with Cutler. So if he doesn't want to stay here for, he still would be making a lot of money, you know. And if he wants to, you know, go to a new situation, learn a new offense, and yet make and make eighty million, a hundred million, then that's just what has to happen. You can't overpay him. You can't. They're do going that. that's to what they cannot do Jeff. That. But the market Jeff. for quarterback, it's a buyer's. I mean, it's a buyer's market right now. So, right. like, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. You can't overpay him, but they have to. They put themselves no, in this situation. No, they don't. But they, they don't. I, but see, I don't, I don't agree with that. I mean, like, when you're in a business, I, I mean, I realize, you know, like at the quarterback position, you can kind of be handcuffed because there aren't that many really good ones in the league. So, uh, but like I said, if you if you sign him and he's no good and he's just mediocre to a long term deal, to a hundred million dollars, like I said, you run the risk of it being another Jay Cutler situation who has been to one playoffs in ten years in the league. Now, Cousins, this is his first time as a starter. And granted, the division was bad, but, you know, he did what he had to do. And, you know, they and they won the division. And so in his four years, his first year as a starter, they won the division. They're going to the playoffs. So I think he's earned the right to be paid, up, you know, uh, like I said, on a short-term basis to really prove, okay, now do you deserve this big money? But to give him five years seven years a hundred million or whatever numbers you want to throw out there is absurd that's absurd off of one year it'll be another uh what's it flynn situation another rg3 situation shoot right but I let's mean, pretend you're kirk cousins for a second why would you sign right. with washington for three years and 40 million when another team will give you between 80 and 100 million that's guaranteed a team will offer him that if he doesn't get franchise tag if you're kirk cousins why do you stay you don't stay. I mean, if, you if I'm Kurt, if I'm Kurt, I go. But like I said, at the end of right. the day, you run a business as a as a franchise. You run. But a this business is. But this is. You- but this, Jeff, we understand that. But this is the thing. They don't. They're not. They're not. They're looking at the fact that 
just like what they, what they kind of did with RG3. Like, Kirk Cousins now has the, like, wind at his back. And so they probably, it ain't nothing for a team to give. I mean, clearly they willing to throw away 16 million with RG3. They, they, they'll give Kirk Cousins a $100 million contract before they run the risk of being the laughing stock of the league for letting them go by throwing a little disrespectful three-year, $55 million deal in his face. And he but is like, that what? disrespectful, though? Is that the three? He'll be making. He let, if he if let he me say did, this. Let if me he say, made that. Let me say that this. Fifty-five. Let me say okay. this. Sorry, your quarterbacks get paid more. So look at the Ryan Tannehill. Who's He's making get something. at, at, at fifty-five million? At Ryan 55 Tannehill's million. making making more. He just got ninety-six million. Ah! Over, over got how many? He got six years or seven years. For, got, for, it, it's it. like 96 million for it's six 96 years. Million. Like yeah, I think five years, 96 million. Five years, 96 million. That's the yeah, floor, I mean, Jeff. That's the floor. Average That's for a starter is about 18 million. They gave RG3 16 million for next year to not play likely. And he didn't do anything last year. So for a guy, right. who, you also got to remember they set themselves, they created this situation. They pretended to be right. in love with this guy. They pretended like he was a superstar, top 10 quarterback. They were going back and releasing stories and like they created this situation for themselves. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if they were what they should have done is if they knew he they wanted him to be the guy, they should have named him the guy in the offseason, re-signed him to a two or three year deal. But they didn't expect his numbers to end up being what they were. They just wanted to get right. rid of RG3. So they're gonna right. kind of get what they deserve. And they're gonna end up having to sign him to $80 million. The division will be better next year because we won the division. They'll end up playing the number one seed in all the NF- in the, uh, NFC next year with the schedule, and everybody's going to get what they've been asking for. Right. I mean, I like I said, my only thing is like, like you could go the franchise tag route. I mean, like to, I mean, here you guys, that's the best option, or giving them, mm-hmm. you know, eighty you to ninety franchise. million. <laughs> you have to franchise tag. To see one more year with the all season, but, but, but this is the thing. So, even, so, so even to see one more year, to tag. see one more year at twenty five million dollars. So the franchise tag, it won't be twenty five. It'll be like it, I think like twenty one next year. If, yeah, if Drew Brees gets close cut, enough, that'll <laughs> but but this is the thing. This is the thing. Even if you franchise tag him, right, that's going to create like like a like a, a sour taste like a little de- bad taste and he made he's, this he's like, Kirk Cousins like, he's not this is not Aaron no, Rodgers but this, talking about but let, let me tell you young Northern Virginia is gassing him he got Cooley in his ear he got all these people in his ear telling him like look this is your chance you're 27 years old you're not you're not this, you're only gonna get one big maybe one major contract and this is the highest your ceiling is gonna go and if you take a franchise tag and you play mediocre next year, then that's is only going to lower your number. You'll, Kirk Cousins will never get as much money as he'll get right now playing for the Washington right. Redskins. The fact that it's the Washington Redskins in Tennessee or, or or some, you know, some low-level squad that just don't get no Jaguars or somebody. No, he's playing for the Washington Redskins franchise, which is like a... a you know what I'm saying? A big name, a big name franchise. So his sell right now, he trust me. The, you heard the Batman, uh, the little uh, NFL, you know, when it was when he was like he was like yeah. When you first started, uh, 
you you know you you couldn't put it all on me. You had to put it on the team. Now now you see what happens when you're putting it on my shoulders. Like, exactly. Bama's starting to feel himself. Like he's yeah, starting he to believe the hype of, of what people are saying about Kirk Cousins. So Kirk Cousins, if I'm Kirk Cousins, if if, if that's me, I'm like young. If you don't give me a hundred million, it got to be eighty to a hundred million, or I'm or we not even talking about it. And if you franchise tag me, like. I'm not going to sign. Yeah, he has to play. He has to play. He, he's he going to sit out. Signing. He's the starting quarterback. He, he has yeah, to he sign. Yeah, he's not going to sit out. You're right. He's going to have to play. But yeah. but I would think in his in his you know in his defense, if he did sign the the, uh, the contract and and Washington is kind of like you know lulling over over deals, I would leave the next year. Yeah. But well, you also I mean, have to if remember, he plays. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Now you got it. He, he's limited physically. He's this is not Aaron Rodgers. You got to remember this is Kirk Cousins. He had they, they won the division. He played really well the second half of the season. But this is still Kirk Cousins. Let's not lose right. context to that. Like right. this is he's kind of been this has been created. This like right. he played the same way in the NFL that he played in college. I watched him play in college. I, we watched the beginning of his career. We watched the beginning of this season, Harold. He said it himself, the first six or eight games, he was, what, six touchdowns, eight interceptions? He played really well the second half of a season. You've seen it, half of a season. This reminds me a lot of what happened with Nick Foles in uh, Philadelphia, where he went on that run where it was like 20, 20 touchdowns, no interceptions. Then the next year, he was out of the job. Almost no adversity with the team this year. Everybody made excuses for everything he did wrong. Everybody wanted him to succeed a lot with this team. and It was kind of the media. The t- I've never seen anything like this on this level at the NFL. So, I mean, I would eat an extra five or seven million dollars for next year to get proof that he can sustain this kind of success. I think you almost have to. Like, if they give him a hundred million dollars and the real Kirk Cousins shows up next year when they play a tougher schedule, then everybody's going to blame it on on, on on the management of the team. Probably Dan Snyder's going to take the brunt for it. But this is what head coach created. This is what uh, the media created. This is what they wanted, I, and this is what they had. I mean, I, I hear, I hear what you're saying, but if we're being fair, this is his first year as a starter. He he had a bad first half essentially of the season, and a, a, a banner second half as his first year as a starter. Now, like I I I don't necessarily disagree with you all in terms of I don't think he's going to be some you know all pro type quarterback. But, I mean, this is his first year, so he has, as as a starter, so he has a chance to prove us wrong. And, I mean, he he beat who they put in front of him. He improved in the second half of the year well enough for them to win the division. Now, like I said, you could say it was a sorry division if Romo and Dez were healthy. Maybe the Cowboys would have ran away with the division. You could say all that, but that's not what happened. What happened is Kirk Cousins won the division. And, like, whether I'm a fan, a big fan of his or not, like, those are the facts. Now, I, I kind of do agree with the fact that, you know, um, I wasn't leaning towards the franchise, but heck, since they get, since they paid RG3 $15 million or whatever, um, basically to sit out, to do nothing, not even dress most most uh, games, then, I mean, heck, what is another, what is one year of $21 million as a franchise, what is that hurting to see if Cousins, you know, is, uh, you know, the real deal or worth 80 to 100 million dollars so i mean maybe that is the best route i would i would try to go to three year 
55 million route because I mean you're still talking you're still talking uh, 18 plus million dollars a year that's not chump change it's just not as many years and as much money but it's like you're giving but if he wouldn't take if he's not taking that then you're right I probably the franchise tag probably is the best way to go to see a little more now now that we, we ran through Kirk Cousins no homo and, and, and broke, broke down this whole contract and how he gonna steal money from the Redskins and trick the league like Matt Flynn. Are the Redskins gonna win a playoff game this year? Because if, if they win a playoff game, you can just go ahead and put the, the franchise tag in your back. 120 million. Give them the open check. Give them the open check or the blank check rather. Yeah. Nova Virginia gonna come down to the stadium and be like, anoint him. Anoint him. <laughs> you gonna get all the money he want and he asking for. Man. So and and, I, and, and and it might happen if they if they play right. Green Bay or Minnesota and and you said it, Jeff, that they got a, a larger than sixty percent chance to beat both of those teams. Right. Come yeah, on, man. I mean, I, yeah, it, it could happen. It could happen. I mean, even if he wins a playoff game, I'll still stand pat. As far as what I think they what I think they should do now, what you all are saying and the way the NFL works, it's obviously more likely that they will give him all that money. But yeah, if he if he wins a playoff game, which I think they can do, I actually think they can uh, beat uh, any of the teams not not any of the teams, but who they would play in the first round because they have that home game. Like I think they're good enough to beat Green Bay based on what I've seen. I think they're good enough to beat. Seattle, I mean, obviously Seattle has that pedigree, but the game RG3, this is obviously prior to Seattle winning Super Bowls. We all know the Redskins were up that game. So, you know, we've always traditionally played Seattle well, and, you know, I think that, you know, we can take Seattle at home. I mean, especially, I don't know what Marshawn Lynch is going to do. Um, you they know, say Ross, he's coming back. playing well. He got hurt. They said he's coming back. They but say he's missed so much time. They saying they saying maybe a couple weeks and Marshawn Lynch might be ready for the playoff. He ready gonna be ready. By some striker luck, they end up matched up against the Redskins. I don't think that's gonna look too you good don't, for the Redskins. You don't Redskins. you don't think the Redskins have a shot at beating them at home? I, like I said, I, I, I put in the chat. I, I put in the chat, I said I said the beat the beat Minnesota, they got fifty five percent. The beat Green Green Bay, they got forty percent. And to beat the Seattle Seahawks, it is a 20% chance that they right. beat them. I just think that Seattle's team overall, the way that they play, how they man up on the corners, and, and like it, Kirk Cousins is gonna have to gonna have to make some plays. It ain't gonna be no right. dink and dunk session versus the Seattle Seahawks. Cause dink and dunk will get you get you concussed playing against the Seahawks. <laughs> you saw what Peyton well, Manning tried to do. He tried dink and dunk. In that Super Bowl, and it almost mm-hmm. killed this whole roster. Right, dinking and dunking. Yeah, a big see. You know, a big key is going to be, and I think I brought this up in the chat. I mean, really, they need to open the checkbook for Jordan Reed when they do it for Kirk Cousins because he's yeah, he's an integral part of Kirk Cousins' success. So the key in that game will be how Jordan Reed, whether he's tough enough to match up with Cam Chancellor, because I'm sure, obviously, Cam Chancellor, he he made. You know, he, he basically, you know, uh, took, uh, what's his name, Julius Thomas's manhood in that Super Bowl. Yeah, so, yeah, he did. It, it, so, yeah, so, I mean, and that's going to be a big key. Huh? And 88. 
He pumped 88. Yeah. yeah in that yeah, first he quarter, did, he, he didn't did. want to play the rest of the game. Yeah, yeah Demarius Thomas ain't want to play. Yeah. Man, yeah, yeah. it's going. You, you right. But, I mean, see, I guess I, we have, we know how tough Garcon is. We know how tough he is. He's he Haitian, man. He Haitian. Yeah, he, he's not backing down <laughs> from anybody. So the key is what Jordan Reed is going to do, and whether uh, Deshaun Jackson is able to get some big plays to at least spread out and open up the field. You know, so um, everybody's going to have to be on their A game. Obviously, that goes without saying. But I, I think, I think they have a chance. I don't think it's, I think to me, to be quite honest with you, I think all of them are 50-50. I don't think, I don't think, you know, I think they're better than a 20% chance to be Seattle. Like I said, at home, if it were in Seattle, that'd be a different story. But I think the Redskins have only, I think we've only lost one game at home this year, if I'm not mistaken. Red, but this is the maybe, thing, though, Maybe yeah. six, maybe. Redskins don't do good with mobile quarterback. They just don't. Right. They never have. More teams with winning records, which yeah, all play on teams. <laughs> right. Right, right, yeah. So we gonna see. We, Aaron, you got you got any last words on, on the skins and their playoff run? Is it gonna be short lived or they going to the Super Bowl? I think if they, play, I think if they play Minnesota, they'll win that game. But I think outside of that, they're gonna take it. If they play Seattle, they're gonna take a bad it. So um, yeah, that's what I Even at home, I can't wait to come back and talk about this. The thing is. <laughs> You know, Harold, we watch several of the games together and we go over what styles work for them. The matchup, style-wise and, and uh, what do you call it, um, strategy-wise on defense doesn't bode well for Kirk Cousins and what the strengths are and what the team is going to try to do. Um, whenever teams play up close and don't play way off and it takes a little longer for them to have to make that decision. I mean, the O-line's played better than I've seen any O-line play since uh, pass blocking anyway since uh, the 2000 Patriots. But um, I just think if they play Seattle, it's going to be a... Yeah. We going, we going, I mean, like I said, we saying all this, but the game still got to be played. And so we don't even know, I heard it on the radio, they talking about RG3 might have to dress up for the game because they may not play Kirk Cousins and if they so do they go with Cole I did that, that's how yeah. I feel I'm like why is this even a discussion like well you know if they wouldn't have paid him the 16 million it's like it's like they want retribution for for like the, the, what the team decided to do like you know with RG3 and stuff like that and I, I just I mean for, for a guy who's been you know they've said is so about himself and all like this Hasn't said anything this whole time. Just been like a good teammate. Just been chilling, hanging back, quiet. Ain't did nothing. I'm like, why are they still like going after this man? Let him have his 15 million. For the disrespect that he gave this man, he he deserved 15 million. How, how the team disrespected him and did him crab ball like they did. Told lies yeah. on him and all like that, man. It, yeah. It's bad. It's bad, but... I don't know. They talking about are they going to sit their starters or what? Yeah, I, I, the I fact that we they, even I having this conversation is crazy. <laughs> you got eight wins. You sitting your starters. Get out of here. <laughs> I, I think that I think they should play them at least two to three quarters. I mean, I don't think they should sit them. That's that's absurd. Yeah, I mean, so we'll get into that as we come down to the uh, the end of our show. Uh, Wizards lost the other night. They stopped the, the five game five game winning streak is over. 
They back to the real wizards. <laughs> John Wall, man. Is he is he a top ten point guard in the league? Top five. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's, yeah, he's top 10. He's top 10. I mean, like, it's it's not really by default. He's, I mean, he's a really good player. Um, this year, obviously, I think everyone expected him to have a bigger year, kind of carrying over from last year. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know what happened with that. I mean, he has been playing better. But, I mean, I think he just needs to, you know, uh, shut up and play basketball. He's constantly worrying about other players' contracts or, you know, now the latest thing is he's upset that Kyrie has more votes than him in the All-Star game. Now, this speaks to the reason that we're losing. Like, why are you worried about that? If you do what you need to do, the rest of it will take care of itself. So, I mean, I don't get it. I don't get it. But, I mean, he is is a top 10 point guard in the league, though. He, He is that. Yeah. That happens when you blowing fifteen stacks in the in the, in the strip club, and <laughs> you don't have no 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 mentor to tell you <laughs> what you need to do. Right, it's ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. I'm going in. I'm I'm I'm, I'm trying to like hold it back because I don't want to go in on them. Like you know what I'm saying? Because I'm just trying to chill. But yeah, it's still it's still early. I mean, we haven't reached the All Star. I mean, that's halfway point. So you know. I feel like this basketball, this back, NBA season going slow. Little. I feel like this NBA season going slow. Like I saw the, the Wizards record, they're like fourteen and fifteen. Like it's just they only like you know thirty games in. That's, mm-hmm. I don't know. Football season about to be over, so I mean we definitely that's all we're gonna have to talk about. So I hope he step his game up and they start getting W's before um, all the focus turns <laughs> from the Washington Redskins to the Washington Wizards. Um, Caps, they still frying, so we just gonna leave them alone. Baseball yeah. will be back in a little bit, so I guess we'll check on that. Any, any anything else, man? Anything else you want? Any last words before we before we shut the show down today? Uh, from on my behalf, I just like to thank you all for having me on the show. I had a lot of oh fun. yeah, most definitely, Hope to do man. It again. Yeah, we definitely want to have you back back on here. Aaron, what you doing? You at LA Fitness tonight? No, nah, nah, I balled in Annapolis today. Oh, okay, how how'd that go? It, it was solid. Okay, yeah, the bum was the bum was strong out there. Yeah, it it was decent. We probably be back out there tomorrow too. Okay, I might I might have to get with it. Oh, y'all going tomorrow? What time? Uh, from four to six. Okay. Hey, make sure you tape up, tape up them ankles, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. We, we getting up there. Got man, it. You know, can't, can't get them, can't get them sports injuries, man. <laughs> yeah, man, was got work jobs. I gotta go to work. Yeah. <laughs> I remember one time I was, I was at work with the knee brace on. My boss was like, like "What are you doing?" <laughs> like, yeah, I'm out here, dog. I'm trying. Try and get a get a spot on the roster. All these nine catching. Colts signed yeah, Josh man. Freeman and Ryan Lilly. Yeah. That ain't gonna help. It ain't gonna help. Rapsy. Ain't gonna help. Yeah, so nonetheless, man, thank thank uh thank our guests again. Jeff for coming on with us. We're gonna have him on again. And you know, we missing D and Shaq Daddy today. They ain't gonna join us today, but they'll be back. Uh, you can follow us at Black Sports 980. That's BLK Sports 980. Uh, you know, that's it. That's our show. Shut up! Give me a turn to speak! Fine, see? You do that to me. How does it feel?
Shut up! We've talked about Let me speak! How does that do feel? That. How does that do feel? Do 